Good evening and welcome to the Dr. Zeus Film Podcast. I'm a little under the weather. Don't worry, it's not what you think it is. But it's a relaxing evening. I would be remiss if I didn't mention the birthday boy himself. Born 138 years ago in Austria, Hungary. He would go on to play the iconic Count Dracula in the 1931 film, Bela Lugosi. Born October 20th, 1882. Died August 16th, 1956. And yes, he was buried in the Dracula outfit. Lugosi was the youngest of four children. a Hungarian father and a Serbian mother. He started to make films. His earliest film was The 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 Colonel in 1917. When appearing in Hungarian silent films, he used the stage name. Let's see if we can pronounce this. If we can. Aristide. Lugosi made 12 films in Hungary between 1917 and 1918 before leaving for Germany. Following the collapse of Bela Kohn's Hungarian Soviet Republic in 1919, leftists and trade unionists became vulnerable. Lugosi was prescribed from acting due to his participation in the formation of an actor's union. Exiled in Weimar era Germany, he began appearing in a small number of well-received films, among them adaptions of Carl May novels On the Brink of Paradise and The Caravan of Death. Lugosi left Germany in 1920, attending to immigrate to the United States and entered the country of New Orleans at New Orleans in December of 1920. He made his way to New York and was inspected by immigration officers at Ellis Island. He declared his intention to become a U.S. citizen in 1928. On June 26, 1931, he was naturalized. Well, he was Dracula. Lugosi was approached in the summer of 1927 to star in Broadway theater production of Dracula, which had been adapted by Hamilton Dean and John L. Baldstrom from Bram Stoker's 1897 novel. The production was successful. In 1929, with no other film roles in sight, he returned to the stage as Dracula for a short West Coast tour of the play. Lugosi remained in California where he resumed his film work under contract with Fox, appearing in early talkies as a heavy-on or exotic chic. He also continued to lobby for his prized role in the film version of Dracula. Despite his critically acclaimed performance on stage, Lugosi was not Universal Pictures' first choice for the role of Dracula when company optioned the rights to Dean play and began production in 1930. Different prominent actors were considered before bowing. Browning cast Lugosi for the role, but the film was a hit. And through his association with Dracula, in which he appeared with minimal makeup using his natural, heavy, accented voice, Lugosi found himself typecast as a horror villain in such films as Murders in the Rue Morgan, Morgue, The Raven, 
and son of Frankenstein for Universal. And the independent white zombie, his accent, while a part of his image, limited roles he could play. Isn't that sad? Because today, that accent would be revered. Regardless of controversy, film five films at Universal, The Black Cat, The Raven, The Invincible Ray, Son of Frankenstein, Black Friday, plus minor cameo performances in Gift of Gab, and two at RKO Pictures You'll Find Out, and The Bobby Snatcher, paired Lugosi with Boris Karloff. Despite relative size of their roles, Lugosi inevitably received second building below Karloff. There are contradictory reports of Lugosi's attitude toward Karloff, some claiming that he was openly resentful of Karloff's long-term success and ability to gain good roles beyond the horror arena while others suggested that the two actors were, for a time at least, good friends. Yes. Well, you know, there's a really great moment that Bella Lugosi told Elaine Stritch. Elaine Stritch appeared with Bella Lugosi uh, in a production of Dracula, and she talks about it right here, if I can find it. You know, um, Bella Lugosi... That voice, I, I remember, but you don't recognize him at first. He was in Nanochka with Greta Garbo. And I think he plays one of her commanding officers. And um, yes, yeah, so here we go. Speaking of your early parts, tell us about this picture. You have a fabulous picture here, too. Of you as a young performer. Oh! Didn't oh. I tell you about it? No, you got to tell us about Well, it. this is a picture that somebody sent me not long ago, and I laughed for half an hour. Yep. In 19... Oh, God. I don't know. 40-something. Make it up. Yeah, make it up. <laughs> I, I did uh, the opening at Westport Country Theater. Yeah. Country Playhouse, I think. C- Country Playhouse. Sorry, you're absolutely right. And it was the juvenile... Hello? I think it's the only one I ever played. Uh, you were in Dracula. Not Dra- just Dracula. It was Bela Lugosi, the original Dracula in uh, with Elaine Stritch. I think I got that kind of billing, which was fine. And I drank with Bela Lugosi, wow. which was you, you, much oh, you more drank fun with Bella Lugosi? play. What? Right, what was drinking with Bela Lugosi? Like? Well, he, I remember I was with him one night when he ordered his 17th scotch. And they said, Mr. Lugosi, you've had your last scotch in this you know, whatever it was. And they wouldn't, and he got up and took the, you know that trick with the tablecloth? Oh, yeah. And everything stays on the table. Yeah. And he says, thank you. I will go someone else. I will go somewhere else for my liquor. Come on, Ellen. <laughs> did they, <laughs> Wonder why I got in trouble. Did, did they really, did the trick work, though? He pulled the tablecloth off? Yeah, it worked for anything he did work. Scared the hell out of the audience at Westport, those sophisticated people in Connecticut, you know? What's that expression? Show us that picture again. I I love that expression on your face. In your your tool, your acting toolkit, what expression, how would you describe that expression? Fear. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Then I learned how to realize that who's afraid of Virginia Woolf is more fearly fearful than... Dracula. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This was a nice man. Oh, oh, you want to hear a classic line he said to me mm-hmm. over a few drinks? 
He said, you know, I don't tell this to many people, Alain. But I want you to know that if it hadn't been for Boris Karloff, I would have had a corner on the horror market. <laughs> People all going somewhere, all with their own thoughts, their own ideas, all with their own personalities. One is wrong because he does right. And one is right because he does wrong. Pull the string. Dance to that which one is created for. to remain and protect those whom you would destroy. You are too late. My blood now flows through her veins. She will live through the centuries to come as I have lived. Should you escape us, Dracula, we know how to save Miss Mina's soul, if not her life. If she dies, by day, but I shall see that she dies by night, and I will have Carfax Abbey torn down stone by stone. Ah, that is the brilliance of the late Bella Lugosi. Now, Bella Lugosi was portrayed in the film Ed Wood in the 1990s by Martin Landau, the late. Martin Landau. In fact, he won an Academy Award. Perhaps a tribute to Mr. Lugosi's memory. Mr. Lugosi, why are you buying a car? I'm planning on dying soon. No. Yes, I'm embarking on another bus and truck tour of Dracula. Twelve cities in ten days, if that's conceivable. Do you know that I saw you perform Dracula in Poughkeepsie in 1938? That was a terrible production. Ranfield was a drunk. I thought it was great. You know, you're, you're much scarier in real life than you are in the movie. Thank you. 
I even waited outside to get your autograph, but you never came out. Well, I apologize. When I play Dracula, I put myself into a trance. It takes me much time to reemerge. Dracula's gonna take the bus. That is my transfer. Say, don't you have a car? I refuse to drive in this country. Too many madmen. Well, I've got a car. Boy, Mr. Lagosi, you must lead such an exciting life. When is your next picture coming out? I have no next picture. You gotta be joking. A great star like you, you must have dozens of them lined up. Back in the old days, yes. Now no one gives two fucks for a ballet. <laughs> no one gives two fucks for a ballet. A ballet Lugosi. Oh my goodness. I have enough energy to say to you, that's an icon right there. Not just Martin Landau's performance, but Bella Lugosi as Dracula. Suave, sophisticated, European. You know, today we would respect and regard that accent as beautiful. But back then, in the early days, they didn't know what to make of it. And it's that sad right there. And he was typecasted. He wasn't given the respect that he deserves. God, now I sound like Joan Crawford from Mommy Dearest. Another crazy Halloween-esque performance. Yeah. But you know, Bella Lugosi will be remembered forever. And let me see. I want to get this right. Bella Lugosi died of a heart attack on August 16th, 1956, while lying on a bed in his Los Angeles apartment. The rumor that Lugosi was clutching the script for The Final Curtain, a planned Ed Wood project at the time of his death, is not true. Lugosi was buried wearing one of the Dracula cape costumes in the Holy Cross Cemetery in Culver City, California. Contrary to popular belief, Lugosi never requested to be buried in his cloak. Bella G. Lugosi confirmed on numerous occasions that he and his mother Lillian actually made the decision, but believed that it is what his father would have wanted. And so, the late Bella Lugosi, the most iconic role, Dracula. Hear them, the children of the night. And he was perfect for that. Yeah, Gary Oldman. Yeah, the others. Yeah. You know, true blood. Yeah, Edward from, from, uh, oh God, what are those ho- Twilight movies? Blech. Bella Lugosi could drink them under the table. Literally, if you listen to that Elaine Stritch interview. Bella Lugosi, happy birthday. And in the words of the great Bella Lugosi, you know, I don't tell these to many people. But if it weren't for Boris Karloff, I would have had a corner on the horror market. Unpleasant dreams. <laughs>